Welcome to Tim Stodds FM, a place to share new ideas, speak freely, and continuously find ways to live our best lives. And now your host, Tim Stoddart. Hey, what's up, everyone? My name is Tim Stoddart. Welcome to Tim Stodds FM. Thank you so much for joining me. We have a great episode today. I'm really excited to jump into it. But before we get started, I want to tell you about the Tim Stodd's weekly newsletter. Every Thursday, I search the internet for the week's most helpful articles on marketing, business, health, relationships, finance, success. Sometimes I'll throw in funny videos that I find that I think you will enjoy, mostly cat videos because let's be honest, cat videos are still the best thing about the internet. Anything that can add value to your life and make you a more effective and happy person. The newsletter is free. It's really awesome. I spend a lot of time on it every week and I hope that you will join me. Go to timstods.com to sign up or learn more. That's T-I-M-S-T-O-D-Z.com. I hope you'll check it out. My guest today is a young man named Tucker Ballister. Last week, I was cruising around the internet and I came across Tucker's website. Tucker is the owner and founder of The Backpack Guide. He writes and publishes really excellent articles all about different backpacking gear such as packs, tents, water bottles, filtration systems, and more. In speaking to Tucker, it's very obvious how much passion he has for backpacking and how much he enjoys what he does. In our conversation, we get into how hiking has played such a huge role in his life and it is inspiring to come across someone who has such a passion and sense of purpose behind what they do. Tucker is living the dream. He's doing what he loves and he's finding a way to get paid for it. Let's jump into the interview. Please help me welcome Tucker Ballister. Hey, Tucker, thank you so much for coming on my show. I really appreciate it, man. It's a pleasure. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, so uh, I guess just a, a quick introduction. One of, the, one of my favorite things about my podcast, especially recently, when, when I first started it, you're kind of just asking your friends and stuff because you don't really know like, what you're doing and you feel more comfortable with like, people that you know coming on. But recently, I've kind of just been finding people on the internet that I find really interesting and I find projects that they got going on and I just kind of use it as a way to like learn more about people and, and learn what they're getting into. So I, I sent you a LinkedIn message, I think it was what, like five days ago um, about the website that you're working on, the, the backpack guide and you were, you were cool enough to like come on the show on, on such short notice. So it's, that's really cool. I'm excited to talk to you. Yeah, it was uh, it was almost a little tough to get it scheduled because my schedule is super variable right now in the summer. I've got a couple other gigs going on too, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm definitely excited that we made it work on that short notice. Well, I want to hear about all the stuff you got going on, but first, I want to jump right into your website, right into your brand and your blog. I I go through a lot of different websites just by the nature of my work. And, um, you know, I, I encourage anybody to work on their passions and express their ideas. And I'm, I'm not saying this to like put down anybody, but 
not it's not every day that something really like catches my eye and uh and i i thought the backpack guide your website and your blog was really really neat and maybe it's just because my wife and i like to go hiking maybe it's because i think it's something that like people need to do more of and so I guess let's just start with like kind of an open invitation to tell us about about your website, what the Backpack Guide is, and and what your mission is. Absolutely. Um, so so the Backpack Guide has a has a pretty simple mission. Uh, it's to explore nature, create learning opportunities, and uh, create new connections, whether that's with new people or with nature itself. Uh, so kind of explore, create, and connect is is the mission that I'm going for there. And it's a pretty new website. It's been up for about a year. Uh, I had a, I have another website that I've been maintaining for about five years now. So a lot of the, a lot of the hard learning about what not to do uh, went into that other website. So sure. I've tried to take some of the good lessons and apply those uh, to the backpack guide and, and really try to focus it down to providing knowledge for folks that, like you said, want to get out want to get backpacking, love seeing all those photos of people standing on top of mountains on Instagram, uh, but might not have the technical skills or the know-how of, you know, even the simple stuff of how to pack your backpack so that it feels good on your back when you're, when you're hiking all day and um, how to fit it up properly, what's the right size backpack and, and all sorts of little, little details like that, that someone like me who grew up doing that um, from the mountains and Truckee, California. Uh, so I grew up backpacking in the Sierra Nevadas and I kind of was able to step back with this website and really realize how much small little tidbits of knowledge I picked up just from that experience over the years and really, really trying to break that down to provide a resource for folks to feel comfortable getting outside and spending more time uh, backpacking and, and recreating outdoors. I love that. And something that you said there, which maybe would just kind of go unnoticed, but I guess the web marketer in me sees such the cool opportunity there when you were talking about little tidbits of information and experience that you have and um, value that you can provide to people. When, when you write little articles about you're, you're more of an experienced backpacker than I am, but I'll just use an example maybe something like you said, like how to properly harness a backpack so it's comfortable on my back. There's going to be people that really search that kind of stuff and that are interested in learning about all those little tidbits that don't seem like a big deal. But like you said, when you're out there for eight, 10 hours, really, really makes a big difference. So I think from you know, like a technical kind of web marketing standpoint, it's such a cool thing to write about because there's so many people that are going to be searching about that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and for me, it was just a really a passion thing. You know, I, I was, a, I've been a freelance writer for over five years now and I've written articles for a lot of clients in a lot of different industries. Some articles I was really passionate about researching some I was not so passionate about researching. Hmm. So eventually it made sense you know, for me to have a blog that I am passionate about writing about all the time and really breaking it down and figuring out, you know, doing some keyword research from a marketing standpoint, like what are 
what are folks searching for? And, oh, that's a subject that I just take for granted every time I pack my backpack or I put it on. But people are looking for that. Um, so, yeah, it was a great article to write, you know, a quick snippet on. Yeah, and, and that's just kind of one example. But I, I think what I really loved about it was just the overall um, value everything that you write in here, you're doing it with the intention of like trying to help somebody else's experience. And, and I think that, I mean, forgive me, sometimes I have a bad habit of like jumping too much into the web marketing parts of it, just because that's how my brain works. But if I take a step back away from that, the, the, obviously, this is something that means a lot to you. And you can really, really tell uh, in your site and in your writing, like, how much you care about backpacking and the huge influence that it's had on your life. Thank you. Yeah. I, I, that's, that's certainly what I'm going for. Uh, <laughs> certainly the hope is that the passion comes across and, and something that, you know, has been a little bit more of a recent development for me. In addition to sort of little tidbit tips, I also write product reviews on that website. Um, and when I first started out, you know, I was doing a lot of, I started with products that I already had, backpacks that I used already, and I kind of started branching out to stuff that I just researched um, online as much as I possible, possibly could, read a lot of reviews from other people that had used those products. Uh, and as the blog grows and, and I kind of get a more significant amount of content on there already, I actually have kind of been trying to hone that back in and trying to cultivate new relationships with a little bit smaller brands and, and smaller companies that are offering new products or, or new twists on an old product and actually trying to do as much physical testing of those products personally as I can so that I can have that, uh, that personal angle on, on those reviews rather than just kind of regurgitating uh, technical specs that are, that are out there online. People can Google and find uh, on a lot of different places other than coming to my website. So you know, the additional value is hopefully that someone actually put that product to use and give you a few ideas why, why it works for me and what applications it works for me best for. And if it doesn't work, you know, why I feel that way for my personal uh, experience. Yeah, that, that's really cool. I, I, when you go to the site, you see all the products and I, didn't realize that you were so personally involved with actually testing these products and giving your own personal experience. You know what? I want to ask you a question about that because there's, there's something about um, that kind of angle that I've always thought was really interesting. What do you do if a product like just really sucks? Do you really talk about your terrible experience with it, even though that might, I don't know, have an impact on some kind of uh, affiliate potential sale that you could have with them <laughs> do you just go as honest as possible do you try to you know like uh butter it up a little bit if a product sure, is sure. Really terrible yeah you know and i feel i feel like i've i really focus on what it you know just trying to provide as as honest of a review as i possibly can so if i like it what i like it what i like specifically about it or you know, maybe there's a water bottle that has a specific application and it's going to be better for small day hikes because it's extra giant water bottle and you can fit a lot of water in it. But, you know, if you're a through hiker or you're somebody who's hiking multiple days on the trail, 
you're really not going to want to carry that extra weight yeah. with you. So just a little example like that, as far as like, you know, if I didn't really like a product for a certain application, yeah, I'm going to be honest about that. But I'm also going to try to sort of spin it in a way that's like, this, this might be what the intention for this product really is. You know, I, I, I tried to use it for this application and that wasn't exactly maybe what this product was intended sure. for. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. I, I like to think that, that I would be able to, because I think whenever anybody makes a product, they're doing it for a specific reason. You know, it's like, this is a good fit for this particular situation. And there's always going to be uh, little idiosyncrasies, I suppose, uh, with each product. So you don't necessarily have to like bash something. Most likely, right. you're just not using it for the right application. Right, right. And, it, you know, if it really is something that like I was really relying on and I took it out there and it busted on the first, uh, the first try, you know, I'll, I'll definitely write that in my review. And, and a lot of times I'll go directly to the company and, and they, a lot of the companies that I work with have been really awesome about either replacing or repairing products that have had the, I had a, a water filtration, gravity fed water filtration um, from, from Katadin actually, uh, or Katadin. I think that's the pr correct pronunciation. Uh, and first application, the whole micron filter inside of it just came unglued and, and fell, fell out first time I tried to use it. Uh, and you know, obviously you're kind of up, up a Creek without a paddle uh, sure. or up a Creek without any way to filter water at that point. And, uh, but to their credit, you know, I reached out to them immediately and within a week they sent me a replacement, uh, filter filtration cartridge for it. So it's back in business and it's been working ever since they had a, a, a kind of like one batch of those cartridges that just were doing that same thing. It happened kind of across the, across the spectrum for that batch. So it, it, well, I wasn't the only one, I guess. Hey, let me ask you, how did like, how did this become such a big part of your life? You, you mentioned earlier that you grew up kind of hiking the mountains in California, but you know, I grew up um, in Philadelphia and there's a park called Fairmount Park. And, mm -hmm. you know, I used to kind of walk around the woods and I really love it, but it didn't turn into a calling for me in the same way that it seems like it has for you. Like, what is it about, about these experiences that, that really you gravitate towards? That's an excellent question. I, I think the passion really, really sparked for me when I, when I left my hometown here after high school and I moved down to San Diego. I went to school for four years down at San Diego State University. And uh, while I love San Diego and I have family there and I visit there probably about once a year, maybe more, uh, just being, being locked in the city was a really difficult feeling locked in the city, uh, I should say, was a, was a difficult process for me sort of in my, in my college maturation. And so the, the kind of outlet that I found to get away from the stresses of my studies, to get away from kind of, you know, feeling a little locked in an urban environment sometimes was to, to get out of the city and go hiking and to go mm. backpacking. And, um, you know, I just found that every, every spring break, 
I got some buddies together and we do another trip somewhere, Joshua tree, um, you know, up in, up in the San Bernardino mountains, just wherever we could kind of get out. And, and it kind of became like a little form of, of wilderness therapy, you know, mm-hmm. put the phone away, just detach from the screens, you know, make sure people know where you're going, of course. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's kind of where the passion came from as far as just maintaining that, that balance within my life. Cause I do, you know, having a blog and running a business online, I spend a lot of time on a screen. And so it's really important for me to schedule time that I'm not there and that, you know, I'm plugged in and I can slow down, pay attention to the world around me, but also paying attention to what's going on inside of me and, and where I'm, where I've been, where I'm going, all that good stuff. Man, I get very similar experiences. For for instance, I, I told you before we started recording, I got married pretty recently, and my wife and I went to Norway, and it was incredible. There's these little tiny islands, which I'm sure you've you've seen on Instagram or something like that. I think it's like one of the most photographed little uh, hiking trails that there is. It's called Lafoten Islands, and uh, okay, it's, it's really it's in the arctic circle but it's just the most stunning beautiful thing i've ever seen in my life it's it's a islands of mountain chains but it's not like a real long running mountain chain like the appalachians or the rockies would be there's just these little islands island mountains that pop up out of the ocean it's the best thing i can use to explain is kind of that scene in uh in avatar you know those floating islands it kind of looks like that except coming out of the ocean so the point i'm making is my my wife has been a really into backpacking and since i met her i've gotten more into hiking and every time i go and you put the phone away and you just have these experiences that you try to explain to people and it never quite works right because you can't really like explain that peaceful feeling it makes Mm -hmm. me feel like like, what am I doing spending all this time in this race, working on my blogs, working on websites, like on the phone, trying to sell shit to people, working with other people, networking? Like, why don't I just get a log cabin in the woods? You know, and like, I'm not the only person that thinks that. A lot of Absolutely. people feel that way. Like, I guess what I'm getting at is I'm just interested in your experience as an online entrepreneur as someone running an online business and also has an intimate relationship with nature. Like how do you balance those two? And how often do you think about just like, you know, getting a little spot in the woods and just camping out permanently (laughs) all the time. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's actually the, the long-term vision that I have is to own a, a sizable piece of property and, and, you know, run a little, little retreat, slash maybe organic farm. Um, so in a way, I, it's kind of in the back of my mind every day, but it's also a motivating factor for, you know, I do need to spend, this is, yeah. this is the way and that I, that I've chose to earn, chosen to earn income. And, and it's a blessing that I've been able to make that choice and not felt like, you know, I'm, I've been kind of pigeonholed or cornered into, into a job that I didn't really like. Um, and so, yeah, but I think about getting my little cabin in the woods all the time. Um, but, you know, as far as maintaining balance, 
running my blog isn't the only thing I do. It's uh, especially in the summer times. It's it's actually more of a a part time gig for me. I also am a, an outdoor guide here in Lake Tahoe for for a little guide outfit, and I take people kayaking, hiking, mountain biking. We do team building uh, trips all the time, so I get a nice balance doing that as my full-time gig throughout the summer and kind of working part-time on my blog. And then in the winters, I kind of switch it up and I stop guiding and I spend a little bit more time working on my writing work, my couple blogs, and hopefully some book ideas coming up for uh, 2020. That is so cool. I would love to read, you know, that's a perfect transition to what I was thinking because I would love to read just about some of the experiences that you've had, because I'm sure that you've, you've had many. Tell me, I'm sure you get this question a lot and it's so cliche and forgive me, but tell me about some of the most just life-changing experiences that you've had in nature. Like what are the ones that stick out to you? Uh, the one that I was actually just talking to a buddy about this, this trip <laughs> the other day uh, was probably I think I was 18 or 19 years old and it was the last week of summer vacation before going back to sophomore year college down South and got about six of my friends together. And we decided to do this giant day hike, like a 14 mile round trip uh, down from, from the Sierra crest here into the American river Canyon. Uh, The headwaters of the American river are just on the other side of the, Sierra Crest from where I live and grew up. And uh, so it's a, it's a 15, 14 and a half, 15 mile round trip down to this amazing river valley. There's cliffs that you can jump into the water. There's camping down there, which would have been the sensible thing to hike down and camp and then come back. Uh, but we decided to do it all in a day hike. And, and we, we got lost on the way there. We got lost on the way back. Uh, I had a one, one buddy who had was having terrible leg cramps uh and had to stop every about hour on the way back and and we didn't make it back until like 9 30 10 o'clock at night we were headlamp hiking for the last hour and a half two hours uh and it was just a a formative experience of what not to do but also you know kind of the importance of of teamwork and who you choose to hike with and and how you divvy up responsibilities and how you handle uh, when when things don't really go like you planned them to go. That's so funny because I was uh, I w- when I was a lot younger. I was just talking about this the other day. I went to the Grand Canyon with some family members, and my grandmother, God bless her, she's this hard nosed kind of off the boat woman from Scotland, and she's just an avid hiker still in her eighties. She just got back from Croatia. She just loves it. I mean, and we try to tell her to slow down, but what are we going to tell her? You know, she's like, fuck you guys. I'm going hiking. So anyway, she <laughs> picked this ridiculous two day, 24 mile in total. Or no, it was, it was 14 miles each way. Um, maybe it was 14 miles in total. It was really far. All the way down to the Grand Canyon and all the way back up in, in two days. And the way down, it was pretty easy. And the way back up, maybe it was just hotter. Maybe everybody started cramping up. But that was a real experience of 
<laughs> your mentality shifts where it's not like, oh, look at this nature. It's like, man, we really got to make sure we stick together because something terrible, like really awful could happen if we, do, if we lose focus. And absolutely forget that experience. Yeah, absolutely. And it really, I feel like it forces you to slow down and forces you to say like, okay, every step has to be very, very intentional because, you know, if, if something were to happen injury wise, then our issues are only, you know, only compounded. But I feel fortunate that I've had those, those experiences uh, on my personal time and I've adventured and explored and, and made some mistakes on my personal time. And, you know, my goal with, with the backpack guide and, and eventually leading trips of my own is to use that experience to give people a little bit more mellow, a little bit more uh, relaxed introduction into backpacking and spending more time in nature so that hopefully they can learn a little bit from the mistakes that I've already made in yeah. the past. That's the way you learn though, right? It's like, aren't those always the, the toughest people or the people with the most interesting lives, you know, the ones that have gone through those kind of trials and tribulations and experiences because the next time something like that happens, you just know, like, I've been through this before. I know how to keep my cool. I can stay calm. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Let me circle back a little bit because sure. – I almost wanted to just take an opportunity to talk to you for my own selfish reasons about hiking because it's, it's been a new thing in my life and I've, I've really been enjoying it. I was never, I was never a hiker in the sense of like seeking it out. I, I enjoyed, you know, walks through trails or whatever, but it's, it's a different mindset because some of the trails are super, super difficult. And mm -hmm. when you get to the top of them, especially like if you're, if you're climbing a mountain, man, when you get to the top of that summit, it, it really is a feeling of like, <laughs> I don't know, like I made it, I did it. It's, and some of those views are breathtaking. Like that, that view in Norway was nothing I'll ever be able to explain. It was amazing. Yeah. I can only, I can only imagine. I've, I've only seen it from, from photos and I never, they'll never do it justice. <laughs> yeah, isn't, that, many... isn't that true? The pictures just never really do it justice. All right. Anyway, and I don't want to, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to belittle any photographers because a lot of nature photographers do amazing, outstanding work, you know, but there's nothing that can really substitute for, for seeing it firsthand with your yeah. own eyes. And what I'm talking about is like, you know, that stupid iPhone selfie that you come home and like you show your sister and you're like, Hey, look how cool this is. And you're like, you had to be there. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You got to be careful with those selfies these days. All sorts of folks are falling off places taking selfies. It's crazy. Oh, hold on. Time out. Are you serious? Yeah. It's, I've, uh, we actually just had someone locally here uh, in Emerald Bay State Park who backed up too far and trying to take a selfie and fell off a uh, cliff. I don't know exactly the ramifications of what happened. Uh, but yeah. I always it's always a good practice to ask somebody else who's hiking near you to take a quick photo of you so you can be more mindful of your footing. <laughs> I will 100% take that into consideration and I'm not joking. I I never even thought like to think of that. <laughs> you know what I mean? It it happened 3 times recently at the Grand Canyon and uh they actually have signs up there now uh that you know, just to ha just to warn people to be more mindful and be very careful about their footing when taking sure. photos. 
Wow. Well, I'm not going to laugh because obviously I don't want to see anybody get injured, but maybe I'll chuckle when, it, when it's over. So <laughs> let me circle back around a little bit because, like I said, selfishly, I wanted to talk to you just about hiking, but I, I also want to kind of finish up knowing a little bit about how you get in touch with these companies because I was very impressed with how many different companies are represented on your website. And for people getting into it, a lot of times people are intimidated by that process of like reaching out to brands, reaching out to companies. I'm sure you've been told no a whole lot of times. Um, sure. I really, really think that that is, like I said, I, I was really impressed with, with just how many brands are represented. And I want to learn a little bit more about your process. Like, do you just email people? Do you call them? Do you build relationships? How have you made relationships with so many of these cool camping companies? Yeah. Uh, you know, to be honest, the, the first six months of running this blog was really just heavy content creation mode. I was trying to churn out as many, as many blogs a month as I could. I was writing about, about two to four blogs per month. Uh, if I could do more, I would definitely do more. Um, but the, the idea was sort of to create this well-rounded uh, platform that had a lot of content on it. And about six months in to the process, uh, this platform for influencer marketing, uh, I'll give them a little plug. It's called Gravity Fed. Okay. Uh, and they reached out to me and asked me if I wanted to be part of that platform. Uh, and I tried it out. And basically, it's a platform that brands come to. So brands are part of the platform and influencers are, excuse me, influencers are part of the platform. And brands will have campaigns on this platform with a new product that they're looking for reviews on or social media content uh, about. And so you can, influencers, from my perspective, I can apply to those campaigns and say like, hey, I really, you know, this is perfect. I needed a new pair of Chacos. I'd be really excited to, to grab a pair and test them out and write a, write a review about it and post about it on my social media channels. Um, and then they can choose whether or not to accept you to that campaign. Um, so that Gravity Fed platform was a really uh, kind of a big game changer for me. It allowed me to, to reach out and form these relationships with a lot of new uh, a lot of new brands and smaller brands that you wouldn't wouldn't necessarily see otherwise. Yeah. Um, and then I'm a part of a, a couple different affiliate networks as well. And just as as my as the content on my site has grown and and my authority has uh, ha kind of picked up a little bit, sure. I've had some smaller companies reaching out to me directly, asking if I'd be interested in testing in testing their product. So it's kind of been a, I've been really focused on, on creating content and creating good content um, and sort of allowed the, the relationships with new brands to happen organically. Uh, and it's been a, kind of a really beautiful process in that regard. I'm just such a huge fan of people taking something that they're passionate about and and creating something out of it. I, I, I say a lot on my website, like you don't have to, your goal doesn't have to be to create a gazillion dollar business. You know, you don't have to have this like hustle 24 seven mentality. Although 
obviously in your experience and in mine, like hard work is part of the process. The point is that if you love doing something, then you're going to love writing about it. You're going to love making videos about it. You're going to love doing pictures about it. You're going to love talking to other companies who make products because like you just have an interest in it. And who would have thought, you know, like a, a blog that teaches people tips about how to backpack a little bit better could turn into this really substantial form of like create creative outlet and income for you. I just, I think it's so cool. Like I almost want to congratulate you because I just, I love seeing this, you know, I think it's awesome. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's uh, it's been, it's really been fun. And one of the, like you said, you know, when it's, when you're passionate about something, it's one of the easier, easier things to do. You know, I can sit down and crank out a 3000 word blog um, on my own blog so much faster sometimes than I can write a thousand word piece of content for, for a client that I'm not 100% stoked on, you know, it's just that energy, that energy behind it is, is, uh, you know, it's just a lot easier, easier to maintain. Yeah. And do you know what else I love about it? I I've, I've been a lot more, um, focused on understanding the audience, right? Because I feel like a problem with social media and with Instagram and that kind of marketing is that the idea is like, let me just speak to as many people as possible. Let me get in front of people. I just want people to see me, you know, but you're taking an approach where it's not for everybody. Like this is for a specific person and no matter what you're into, other people are going to be into it. You just have to find Mm -hmm. the people that are into your stuff. Like I, I, I read the article, how to put your backpack on properly. And it's very informative and instructional. And you got something like 20 comments on it. Like people mm-hmm. are, people are really into this shit. So it's like, no matter what you're into, you know, maybe you're into hats or maybe you're into comic books or I don't know, I'm, I'm looking around my office. Maybe you're into building custom picture frames. You know, there's other people out there that are into that kind of stuff too. And you can create content and build a business out of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's what, like 8 billion people on the planet. Only more and more of them are connected to the internet every day. So, you know, you don't need to talk to, to all of them. And really a turning point for me, you know, was kind of realizing that and that, you know, stepping back and and knowing that I had a couple buddies of mine who I grew up with and who I backpack with a lot. And they're like, I read your blog, you know, it's kind of interesting. And I just had this light bulb moment that's like, probably really not, it might not be for, for you or for the most experienced backpacker. Um, but that's okay. You know, there's a, there's a, there's a more specific niche audience that, that you're going for there. And, and those folks are the ones that are going to find the most value from what you do. I really couldn't have said it better. And I think people listening to this, Obviously, you can learn about writing and learn about blogging and our conversation. I hope any, I hope all the people listening to this get something out of it. But if you could take away one message from our conversation, I, I really think that's it. You know, find the people that are in your tribe and just speak to them, and you'll just be amazed with how much community you can build with a thousand people, you know, you don't have to reach a million people, find the thousand people that are into your thing and you can build like a really kick-ass community. And you're like, 
you're just a great example of that, man. I think it's super cool what you're doing. Awesome. I, I, I 100% agree with what you just said there. And, and I appreciate, uh, I appreciate that. Cool. Well, um, geez, I, I guess we can kind of wrap up a little bit. The, the final thing that I did want to ask you in, in going through your site and going through your brand, um, these guided trips that you have, m- most of your blog is, is kind of product and experience related, but these guided trips, I was looking at this. Are, do you plan on having your own kind of guided uh, company or is this with the company that you're already working with? Yeah, so that's the that's the kind of the new newest addition to to the website there, and, and awesome. this summer, this summer uh, I'll be here in the Lake Tahoe region, uh, guiding for Tahoe Adventure Company. Yep. Uh, and so yeah, that's what you see. Kind of where we worked out a little bit of a partnership. I work for them full time, but sure. but I'll guide the backpacking trips for them throughout this summer. But but certainly uh, moving forward, the offerings on that page. Uh, I would love to expand the offerings. I would love to personalize the offerings a little bit more. Um, and, and I do plan on running my own backpacking trips, uh, probably starting sometime in the spring of 2020. Uh, once this summer kind of wraps up, I'll have about, I'll have the fall season to wrap my mind around that and, uh, and set up some things that need to be set up. Um, so if folks are interested, they can certainly anticipate some backpacking offerings coming around on that page, uh, spring of 2020. That is so cool. And I'm really glad I asked because I, I had like a little hesitation moment. I was like, shit, what if I ask him and he doesn't have anything planned and we just kind of have that like, uh, moment, but I'm really <laughs> glad to hear that. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I'm you interested. asked too. That's the, it's really the next, I see that as the next evolution of, where I want to take the backpack guide. And, you know, I'd love for some of those trips to include opportunities for, for guests to write their own uh, product reviews of, of things that they test out on, on a trip with me. Um, so they can, they can have an opportunity to give their feedback to my audience of different backpacks or water filters or tents that they've tested out um, on a backpack guide trip. That is so cool, Tucker. Um, I'm all for it. I, uh, like I said, I, I hike with my wife relatively oft- often. Uh, we were just talking about getting out to California, actually, because she spent some time out on the West Coast. And um, if we make it out there, man, I would really, really love to go on this trip with you. If it's Lake Tahoe, we can, we can make it there. I, I think what you're doing is, is really going to take off. And I think, I think the people, I think the timing is really good for it because I think the last 10 years in our society and especially people, you know, like, I don't know, 25 to 40, I think they're all kind of getting sick of staring at screens so much. (laughs) And they're all just sort of coming back around to like, wait, maybe I'm missing something. And I think the timing is right for these, these guides that, that you want to do. I I don't know. I just have a feeling. I think you're going to kill it. I appreciate that. I think it is too. It's always a good time to get outside, in my opinion. Yeah, well said. All right, man. <laughs> Let's wrap this up. Um, tell everybody where they can find you, where they can contact you, how they get in touch with you. Shameless plug. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. So uh, check out the backpackguide.com if you guys have any questions about products or, or reviews that I've written on there. They can contact me uh, via email is usually the best. Tucker at the backpackguide.com. And if they're in Lake Tahoe for the summer, uh, look me up for kayaking, mountain biking, hiking, uh, any, any sort of adventure you want to get into. Uh, let's go outside and, and do some exploring. Love it, man. Really, really appreciate your time. Uh, let's keep in touch. If, if I'm out there, I'd really, really love to go on a hike with you. So we'll keep in touch. And thank you so much again for coming on my show. I really appreciate it. Let's make it happen. Thanks for having me, Tim. All right, brother. Talk to you soon. All right. Have a good one. See ya. Hey guys, it's me. It's Tim. One last time before we wrap up, just wanted to say thank you for tuning into the podcast. Please subscribe on iTunes. Please leave me an honest rating. Please follow me on Spotify. It's the best thing you can do to support the show. If you want to find out more, go to timstods.com. Feel free to fill out the contact form to reach out to me personally. I always respond. I appreciate you guys so much. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a good one.